Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5pm UK time, on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. And for two years, Facebook has been doing some pioneering research to come up with a brand new feature that will revolutionize social media just as much as the Facebook did in 2005. Yesterday, we unveiled the We Care React, a brand new reaction that will allow you to show you care and really replicate the experience of genuine human contact. But why? Why do we do this? Why now? I can tell you, we did it especially so you could show Boris Johnson how much you care about his baby boy, Wilfred, Laurie, Nicholas Johnson. That is what We Care React is for. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds. Alec Feldman. Wizard Radio, good afternoon. Alec Feldman here. Hello, playing the 1975. And if you're too shy before that, Benny and Super Lonely. What is it with with posh people and unnecessarily long names? Wilfred Laurie Nicholas Johnson. That's that's three names, at least two of which are are kind of posh. What's, What's wrong with, like, I don't know, Keith? Keith Johnson, Daz, Daz Johnson, Brian, anything. But, but you know, uh, congrats on, on the child and everything, Boris and Carrie. Nice, lovely, lovely name. Wow. What a beautiful, beautiful set of, of names. <clears throat> anyway, good, good on them. 
and at least they're keeping the birth certificate printing industry alive because of all the ink that it'll require to get that on the certificate. On the show today, with me on the radio, I've got lots of things, which is good. I, once again, am asking for some advice. I like to turn to you because we're mates. I can always turn to you when I need help. I want some suggestions this week about what what to do with my rodent problem. If you missed this last week, I'll catch you up after four o'clock. I've also picked up some new lingo. We're living in a brave new world, a weird world, the world of Corona. Nothing will ever be the same again. And I saw someone that's come up with lots of new words that help describe all the new things that we're experiencing. So coronavirus lingo at 20 past four. At 10 past four, good lockdown, bad lockdown is back again. We just check in with all your favorite famouses, see who's enhancing their reputation and image this lockdown and who's really trashing their reputation and making themselves look stupid. Before four o'clock, I want to talk about that one event, you know, that big event that happened in your school. Every school had one. It's it's different in each school. Every school had one. I want to talk about that 25 past three. I also did a quiz this week that I want to tell you about because it was, I would say, quite legendary. And so all that is coming up before five o'clock. Also playing Surf Messer, Sam Smith, Gracie Abrams, and The Weekend is on Wizard Radio next after this week's edition of This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I have three life lessons I'm going to teach you right now because I'm nice like that. That way you don't have to learn them because I've already, I've already been there. I've already done that. I have walked so that you can run. First up this week, I've learned running in pairs is actually better than running alone. My attempts to take up running have been documented on the show over a period of about two years, I think. I did it for a bit, then I stopped, then I, I tried to start it again. A few weeks ago, I went on a run for the first time in about six months and discovered that it really, really loosens you up. That was a lesson I taught you. My next exercise tip this week, do it in pairs. I, I went for a run with another person for the first time in a very, 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 very long time. I kind of seem to hate it because when I run, number one, I'm just a, a sweaty like mess. I can't be doing with talking to people. But also, I just I just think I don't like the idea that they'd either be running faster than you and you'd have to keep up or that they'd be running slower than you and you'd be like, ugh, why am I going so slowly? Not generally a problem for me because I always run slowly, but it's a risk. And I went for a run with someone this week that I'm living with, don't worry. Not someone that I'm not living with because that's illegal. And actually, it was quite good. The time passed quicker. It felt less miserable and less painful. I would recommend going for a run in pairs is great obviously if you do go for a run in pairs be responsible social distance two meters apart you know the drill you must do by now it's been like a million weeks lesson number two this week i've learned when you buy milk from the shops just just double check that bottle maybe give it a little squeeze just to make sure there aren't any little splits or holes in it because i didn't do that and you guessed it milk was everywhere everywhere I got back from the shops and I was like, hmm, that's weird. But the back of my, my hoodie's kind of wet. I wonder where that came from. Must be condensation from something cold I've got in my bag. And I was like, oh yeah, my bag's wet as well. It must be really cold. But 
I only realised when I was sat at the table and saw a massive puddle of milk coming from the fridge right up to the table leg. I was like, ah, that's what all the moisture was. It was milk. And yeah, this milk bottle just totally screwed. Strip it everywhere. Everywhere. There was milk everywhere. It's disgusting. And everything now smells of milk because this milk bottle had a little tiny hole in it and milk was leaking everywhere. Not good. Double check in future. I've learned my lesson. I hope you have too. And lesson number three this week, I've learned mice. They're smarter than you think they are. I'll, I'll fully update you with the mouse situation in my house after four o'clock, but just know that they know what they're doing. They're not stupid and they will find ways of, of beating you. I'm not happy about this, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Coming up next, though, a quiz that I did on Thursday night. It was legendary, if I say so myself. I'll tell you more after the weekend. This is In Your Eyes on Wizard Radio. Don't tell anyone, but I did hear a rumour that the weekend is actually Mr. Saxo Beach. It's a secret, just between you and me. So the rumours go. Don't know if it's true or not, but it could be. That was In Your Eyes. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Thanks for having us on this afternoon. You know how I'm like really 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 cool i'm sure this has been previously established you know you don't you don't need to really talk about that because it's just so self-evident that i am the epitome of all things coolness i'm an authority on cool and that's why i helped make happen a massive pub quiz this week with all of my friends over zoom that lasted four and a half hours yeah what is cooler than a pub quiz that lasts four and a half hours. I know, nothing, right? Oh, it's so good. I had a great time. This this originated back when like everyone was starting to do all these quizzes in lockdown. And I was like, hey, hey guys, how about we do a quiz? And then uh, the group chat was was actually pretty dead. Um, one person was like, yeah, great idea. And, and that was it. And I was like, well, I'm not doing a quiz for one person. So the idea died for a bit. But then I was chatting to one of them on the phone the other week. And he was like, what happened with that? And I was like, well, no one wanted to do it. He was like, no, we are doing this. We are making this happen. And then when he suggested the idea and like asked specific people individually outside of the group chat, turns out the idea actually gained some momentum. So tactically, I was just doing it all wrong. And so this quiz happened. Guess how many rounds of this four and a half hour quiz there were? I think it was about 13. Like, because basically everybody playing ended up doing a round initially it was supposed to be 10 questions per round and i'm really glad it wasn't because i think we'd still be there now if it was we, we cut it down to six questions around and we covered we covered everything there was um a, a film round there was a chemistry round there was a physics round and a separate space round and most importantly there was my round which was the terrible charity singles round like a music round except all the songs were really bad charity singles think that lad baby song about sausage rolls i know the first one yeah i know there's two or did you know that wheelstone raider did a charity song once yeah or a band-aid i played them band-aid 30 and i wouldn't give them the point unless they said band-aid 30 because that's the kind of quiz master i am and it was it was so good the the space round was a particular favorite of mine because the guy doing it didn't actually do it about the thing you and I might know as space, you know, above, around the Earth with planets and stars. He just, he took it quite literally and it was just about 
about space. One of the questions was, this is IKEA's best-selling wardrobe. What is the, the volume of it to the nearest millimetre cubed or something ridiculous? And if you weren't within one millimetre, then you didn't get the point. That was a tad harsh, perhaps. As was, how many bana- How many people could you feed if there were the number of bananas that would go the distance between Mercury and Earth or something ridiculous like that? And nobody got that right, shockingly. It was something like 10 billion or something weird. There's not even 10 billion people in the world. But it was it was so much fun. And guess what? Just to add to the coolness of this four and a half hour pub quiz on a Thursday night, guess who we invited? It was only our old form tutor because I'm really cool and I'm mates with some of my old teachers. I say mates, we email occasionally. And sometimes I go to one of their houses for dinner. But that's, that's by the by. And I emailed this teacher and he's like, yes, of course I'd love to come to your quiz. And along he came, dished unrepeatable gossip, was great. Had a lovely time <laughs> with with a man, probably not twice our age, a good one and a half times our age, who used to teach us about seven years ago. It's so good. It was so good. And during this quiz, we had a discussion. Well, not discussion such. We, we remembered a story about something that happened whilst we were at school. Not to us, it was just someone in our year. And it's one of those just huge stories that becomes the thing everyone remembers. The one big event that happened during a time at school. And I want to talk more about this next after Surf Messer and Emily. This is Illy. Did they really do that? Have they actually just done like a, a tropical house cover of that song that you always hear at weddings? Surely not. Surely no one was was bold enough to to do that. Are my ears deceiving me? No. Okay, well done to Surf Messer for doing a tropical house take on a, a mobile disco wedding classic. That was Illy featuring Emily. And it's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Hello. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate that. I'm going to play Sam Smith as a reward in a second. But first, you must listen to me talk because that's how it works. I mentioned before, on my my pub quiz with all my mates from school the other night, we kind of retold the story based on different little bits of what people remembered about what was possibly the defining event of our seven years at school. And I feel like a lot of school have these. That, that, that like one event that like nobody forgets. It's huge. It it changes everything. Or maybe it doesn't necessarily change everything because this didn't really change much. I won't lie. But it's just that like wow. That was that was kind of crazy. That really happened type memory from school. I'll I'll tell you briefly an outline of what this was in my school. I feel like I I don't want to say too much for both privacy and potentially legal reasons but but basically there was there was this girl in our year who one day stopped coming to school just just disappeared and people were like oh where's she gone and there was one person just one in the year who knew where she'd gone and she'd been sworn to secrecy because what this person had planned to do was to escape the country to move to canada so that she could get married to her boyfriend that she met on the internet and live a a happy life in Canada 
with an internet boyfriend who we believe may have <laughs> may have been in prison, possibly, at some point. And this happened, but nobody knew about it until until after it happened, until she'd got on the plane and she'd left the country. And when people found out about this, they were just like, what? Surely not, really. Has this, has this actually happened? Someone has run away, left their family and friends to move to Canada to be with um, the boyfriend that they met on the internet. And it was, for us, that was just that one huge event that nobody could quite believe happened people still talk about to this day as far as i'm aware she still lives in canada with with her boyfriend who may or may not be in jail and may or may not have a child now isn't that a lovely love story if ever you've heard one um as for completing her education i don't know what happened there but but wow it was huge people were talking about it for weeks people still talk about it now it was just a huge era-defining, year-defining, school-defining, mad, ridiculous, unbelievable event. What was yours at your school? You must have had something like this. Some kid that did something and nobody could believe it, or just some weird event that happened, a teacher that did something odd, or a guest. Every school has one of these massive events that people just always remember for years to come. What was yours? If you want to let me know, you can send me a text. My number, 07807 183 538. That's where you can find me. You can tweet me as well, if you fancy, at WizRadio. Or, if a tweet is not enough to do it, email. You can email me too. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. What was the biggest era-defining, still-talked-about-to-this-day event that happened, or currently, maybe it's happening, it's unfolding right now, at your school? Let me know. I'll read you out some messages that we've got in about 10 minutes' time. First... Sam Smith and Demi Lovato with I'm Ready. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Wizard Radio playing Gracie Abrams and I miss you. I'm sorry, before that, Sam Smith, Demi Lovato. I'm ready. Alec Feldman here on a Saturday afternoon. Having a good one? Hope so. Party Next Door and Rihanna and also Tiger playing before four o'clock. That Tiger song that I'm going to play you as well. Very meme-like, I would say. I sort of don't believe it's a serious song, but it's good, in a way. Plan soon. I was talking before about the girl in my year at school who one day disappeared and escaped to Canada to get married to someone she met on the internet. Um, and this caused much shock, much surprise, much discussion that has lasted a very long time and is still ongoing now. Even even on Thursday, when I had my pub quiz with my friends and we retold the story, I heard details that I hadn't known before. And it was just, oh man, made my made my day to hear it because it's just so so juicy, that gossip. Honestly, if you could hear, if you could hear the full story, which I can't tell you because I don't want this person to be identifiable. Oh my God, the, the beef, the drama, so good. So I was just asking what that like one big crazy event that happened in your school was. And Michael's been in touch. Says, in my school, there was a rumour that one of our teachers was having an affair with someone in my class. But like, it wasn't just one of those really weak rumours that nobody believes. People really believed it. There was a whole PTA meeting called over it. The boy in my class got pulled out of the class by the police for questioning. Our head teacher had to send out a letter to parents about the whole situation. It was a whole thing. 
And it turned out to be false. It turns out the boy's friend who wasn't in my class had made it up as revenge because <laughs> because <laughs> because the boy who the rumor was about had slept with his girlfriend. Very messy, but you know, as is life. The teacher had to leave the school though, which was quite sad and kind of unfair. Yeah, that that rumor could ruin lives. That could possibly have, have ruined lives. You're your friend or was it your friend this guy's friend who made it up he has a lot to answer for of course the pta got involved <laughs> that's the most pta thing i've ever heard a panicked meeting where they're all they're all gossiping going, oh have you heard this have you heard that we must do something will somebody please think of the children and oh yeah i bet the pta went bonkers and it was all all just false slander man that's crazy I can't believe the police got involved and the head teacher. Like, PTA, like I said, can totally believe it. The police, man. I hope I hope the guy who was the victim of the rumor is okay now and still working in teaching if that's what he wants to do. Although, if that was me, I would probably quit the teaching profession forever because I would be scarred for life. But wow, that's crazy. What a story from Michael. Got a message from Jennifer as well. Says, everyone always talks about how a guy once fell out the bus window and rolled down the road. How? How do you fall down? What? How do you fall out of a bus window? They're tiny. Have you seen them? Nobody could fit through that window. Unless, like, the entire pane of glass just fell out. Like, clean out and you're just leaning on it. And you go, whoop, and out you go. Which also sounds quite dangerous. But that's, <laughs> that's quite a funny image. As long as nobody was hurt. I hope he wasn't. Um, I'll be honest, Jennifer hasn't actually clarified in the message, but I will assume that this person did not sustain any long-term life-changing injuries, and it's okay to kind of laugh about that, I hope. Tamara says, The big thing that happened in my year was that a girl got pregnant when she was in year 9 and had the baby. Obviously, this is a big story anyway, because when you're in year 9, you're 13 or 14, which makes it very illegal. But anyway, that wasn't the most shocking thing. The most shocking thing was that it was the quiet girl. The girl you just wouldn't have thought had ever spoken to a boy in her life. And then she stayed in school and left just before sixth form. And when she was doing her GCSEs, her baby was three years old. It was just a madness. Wow. Imagine. Well, I could not have had a, a three-year-old child when I was 16. I would not want a three-year-old child now. I would not want a one-year-old child now. So, respect for for raising a, a child at the age of 14 that's that's crazy it's always the ones you never expect always that's that's kind of the rule of the world whenever something crazy and wild happens that you're like wow i was not expecting them to be the person that happened to it's always the way the quiet ones are the ones you must fear most a bit like um oh have you been watching normal people on the telly oh it's so good i'm really into that at the moment i'm about halfway through i think and literally, I woke up this morning, and it was all I could think about for the first two hours of my day. Just like what had happened in the episode I watched last night. It's good. You should watch it. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit grown up. Adult themes and quite graphic scenes. You know what? Don't watch it. Don't watch it, and especially don't watch it with your parents. But in in that show, it was the I won't say too much, but it was the very the quiet girl that things happened to. See, it's always the way. Ollie has been on as well. One of my friends was at the centre of a controversy. When we were in year nine, let's call him Freddy. Freddy used to spend his lunchtime 
working in the school library, helping stu students sorting books, you know, that sort of thing. He was very unsuspecting, which made what he did even more wild. It turns out that whilst he was sorting out books and handing them to students, he was what he was slipping in drugs and people paid him back later. So the library kid, the type of kid who's the same in every school, was using the library to be a drug dealer. When he got caught, he got kicked out of school and his parents made him join the army. That's crazy. That, I think, really tops it for me. It's just crazy, ridiculous, unexpected stories. That's mad. Using library books and the, the entire school library as a front for this elaborate, like, drugs operation. It's, it's almost genius. I almost respect the guy. That's really smart. Right underneath everybody's noses. That is bold. Wow. I can't believe that story. I'm just so shocked that that was the thing that happened and that it went on for, I mean, went on for longer than a day by the sounds of it. The Well, I'm going to look at library monitors in a whole new way now. Uh, before, I might have thought, wow, that's, that's you know, very noble that you just really like books, that you're dedicating your life to sorting out books. But now, I'll always look at them more sceptically. When I look back on the people that were library monitors at my school, I wouldn't really have suspected it of them, but what were they really up to? Hmm. Well, now you've got me thinking, Ollie. I guess I will never know. Wow. What a story. What a story. Incredible. Absolute scenes. Thank you very much for all these. Very appreciated. Next, I want, I want your help with something, but also I want to help you with something. I'll tell you what, after the quite aptly named Party Next Door, this is Believe It on Wizard Radio. There's still a part of me that doesn't quite believe Rihanna's on that song. I think they've just said Rihanna's on it to get like loads of attention because Rihanna hasn't released any music for years. Everyone's going to be like, oh my god, Rihanna's on the Party Next Door song. But actually, not entirely convinced that she is. But that was Believe It, apparently with Rihanna, by Party Next Door, on Wizard Radio. Afternoon all, it's Alec Feldman here playing Tiger Next with a song called Bored in the House. Guess what the lyrics are? You'll never guess. First, though, I've had an idea. I was just, I was looking forward in my calendar, as I do. I got, got the old diary out. I don't actually have a diary. And I've realised that not this Tuesday, not the 5th, the Tuesday after next is the 12th of May, which is um, uh, interesting for a number of reasons. It's the day my dissertation is due for my degree, which is worrying. But also, more excitingly, it's my birthday on the 12th of May, um, in a couple of weeks' time. And I was thinking, oh, well, that's going to be quite quite a boring day, really, because here I am, dissertation to write, in lockdown, what can I do? And I was talking to my sister about this, actually, and she had the idea, what if you give yourself a birthday party on the radio on the Saturday beforehand? And I thought, that's a terrible idea, because... That's really self-indulgent. Who's going to want to listen to me giving myself a birthday party? That's actually quite sad. What next? Am I going to buy myself a little cupcake and blow out a single candle? No, not what I'm about. But actually, credit where it's due to my sister. And I'm totally giving her the credit for this idea. I could do a birthday party for someone else that's not me. Because it won't actually be my birthday next Saturday, which is the 9th of May. But it will be someone's. I'm sure... Like... On balance of probability, I did read something once that you only need about 60 people in a room for two of them to share a birthday or something. So 
I feel like there's bound to be someone listening. I hope there's someone listening. Maybe even multiple people who have a birthday on the 9th of May. Now, what I want to do, basically, is turn next week's show into a birthday party for someone that would be having a birthday on the 9th of May, but kind of can't because it's like it's a lockdown and you can't see any of your friends or your family. You just got to sit at home and be bored. Not anymore. I want to turn the show next week into somebody's birthday party. There'll be party games. Think um, Radio Pass the Parcel. I haven't quite figured out how that one will work yet. Or Radio Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Again, I, I don't really know how it'll work, but I think it would be good. We could play musical statues. Oh, we could actually play musical statues. That'll be good. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of brainstorming as we go here, but that's, that's fine. I have a week to work it out. Basically, what I'm saying is next Saturday, I want to give one of you, or possibly even several of you, because, you know, one of you does not diminish the other, a birthday party on the radio, a birthday you will not forget with me on Wizard Radio. All you've got to do, if it is your birthday on the 9th of May, which is next Saturday, if you can just send me an email now, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Um, at the moment, I think we'll just take take names, but if there is actually any demand for this, possibly if it's possible we'll get back in touch for for further information but if you're keen if you want me to give you a birthday party you will not forget on wizard radio next week just send us an email now station at wizardradio.co.uk put like alex radio birthday party or something in the subject line and we'll see what we can do if anyone actually cares about this or wants a go i think it could be fun so if your birthday's on very specifically saturday the 9th of may which is next Saturday. Get in touch. We can sort you out. It'll be fun. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. Just with your name, be like, hi, it's my birthday. Can I can I be included in this? And of course you can. So we'll give it a go. We'll see what happens. If, if you don't hear me mention this this time next week, it's because nobody was interested and nobody cared. But I hope that doesn't happen because I think this could be good. Moving on now. Um, this is a song by Tiger and Curtis Roach. I don't need to tell you where the inspiration for this song came from because I think it's quite clear. It's called Bored in the House. Zooming you. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Someone Zooming You. I'm Alec Feldman. Uh, This is the only quiz show on the radio that's, that's based around Zoom. It's not actually there's there's an annoying number of zoom based radio features which are disappointing but none of them use this music from the people's postcode lottery i've now been told multiple times that when they hear this song it reminds them of this show which i'm very very pleased about my legacy is is being secured screw you postcode lottery I also weirdly heard this, like a weird jazz cover of this song this week, which was cool. Anyway, that's besides the point. Welcome one and all. In a second, I think, I suspect, I predict, someone will unexpectedly call me on Zoom. They obviously don't know that I'm in the middle of a radio show, but it's fine. Because it means we can play a game with them. I will only pick up the Zoom call, I will only accept it, if one of you can guess who it is that Zoom. If you can, great, we'll answer, we can have a nice chat. It'll be great fun. If nobody guesses, then I'll just reject the call and pretend I'm busy, which is a lie because we're in lockdown. Nobody's busy. So just um, 
just uh, got to wait for the, the call to come through. Uh, any any second now, I think. Oh, there it is. Yeah, do you hear that? Yeah, my, my Zoom going crazy. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. I've put it on silent, but it's still ringing, and it will continue to ring until someone correctly guesses who is Zooming me. Now, luckily, I do have, like, the, the caller ID, so I can see who it is, and I, I can see who it is. So... I think now it's time that we ask some questions just to aid the guessing process. To do that, we have James Gilmore. You know what? This game ignores some of the basic fundamentals of Zoom, but it's fine. Possibly. But do we need accuracy? No, I, I think it's fine. Yeah. So, my questions for you to guess who's Zooming you. Uh, Question number one. Is this person a female? They're not. Is this person older than 20 years old? Um, yes. Okay. That was weird. Um, okay. Not female. Older than 20 years old. Um, are they famous? Yes, they are. So, have they been famous for a long time? Ish, yeah, I guess. God. Um, oh, this, this feels weird. Something doesn't feel right about this. Um... They're not a female, older than 20, famous, have kind of been famous for a long time. Um, are they famous for one thing in particular? Yes, they are. Well, I'm sorry, guys, I've not helped you at all. <laughs> What's not, what doesn't feel right about it? Well, I just feel like we've got no basis as to whether this is even a human being. Um, <laughs> like we're making some huge assumptions here. First, they're not a female, but we've not actually clarified if they identify as male or not. They're older than 20, so they're between 20 and 100. They're famous <laughs> and have kind of been for a long time. Don't know what that means, but they're famous for one thing in particular. There are just some huge gaping holes in here. I've missed I mean out some of the basics. I mean, that's the thought of the questions, not the answer. You're right, you're right, it is. Don't hate the, the game, hate the player, or something like that. Sure. So, this is what we do know about this mystery Zoomer. Who do you think it is? If you've got a guess, send it my way. 07807 is the number you can use to do that. You can also tweet it to me, at WizRadio, or send us a Facebook message on facebook.com slash wizardradio. Finally, if you want an email, you guess station at wizardradio.co.uk who is zooming this week um they are not a woman they're older than 20 they're famous and they have been for some time for one thing in particular who is it why are they here whilst you try and work that out we will play some songs hey steinfeld coming up and ariana grande and now it's the news at just gone four alec feldman on wizard radio recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet Oh no, I was enjoying that song so much that I dropped my phone, but don't worry, it's fine. It survived, it's all good, there's no damage, but 
That was scary. Ariana Grande in Zed with Break Free on Wizard Radio. Before that, Hayley Steinfeld and I Love Yous. It's Alec Feldman here playing 220 Kid and Megan the Stallion very, very soon. First, though, time for good lockdown, bad lockdown. At this point in the show, I'd just like to check in with all your favourite celebrities. Just to see what they've been up to, see if they're having a good time, see if they're having a bad time. Basically, I'm here for the ones that are kind of really embarrassing themselves, either out of boredom or the lack of like professional management telling them not to do stupid things. The ones that are looking a bit silly, but also it's a nice opportunity to, I don't know, praise the ones that are doing nice things. So we're here for the wholesomeness, but also for the, the mockery. That's kind of how it works. If you're having a good lockdown, our favourite celebrities will be delighted to know that they will receive this noise. It's some kids cheering. Unfortunately, if they're having a bit of a shocker, they get the sad trombone instead. And we'll start this week with someone who hasn't done anything in particular this week, but I feel like they deserve some love. Do you know who Jacinda Ardern is? She's the Prime Minister of New Zealand, and she seems just really lovely and great and wholesome there was the video of her a few weeks back at a press conference and some kid had been like will the easter buddy still be able to come during lockdown she was like yes they're classed as a key worker and everyone was like oh my god that's so cute and so she was cute then but just she seems to be doing quite a good job she seems nice she seems not really sleazy she's just a good politician i think that knows what they're doing and i respect that and i like that a lot so jacinda ardern this is for you On the other hand, their second appearance on Good Lockdown, Bad Lockdown is Elon Musk again. He's been at it again, either last week or the week before. I think it was two weeks ago, actually. He said he'd make and buy loads of ventilators and then he kind of kind of didn't. And, and now he's been busy wiping quite literally millions of dollars off the value of his company. How has he done that? Just just on Twitter. He put some tweets out basically saying, oh, yeah, this company, Tesla, oh, yeah, they're they're so overvalued. What's up with that? The stock price is way too high, IMO, he said. And, oh, my God, it wasn't even wasn't even millions. El- Eleven billion pounds, 14 billion dollars. Just gone like that off the value of his company just because he was like, yeah, I think the stock price is too high. <laughs> this is worth way too much. This guy, um... What What is he like, Elon Musk? So, once again, he's not having the best lockdown in the world because he's just found himself $14 billion poorer. Although, I mean, he'll live. I'm sure he'll still be able to sleep at night just fine. But you can have a trombone. Next, someone who you'd think this would be a bad lockdown, but I'm going to classify it as a good lockdown. John Tarot is the guy off MasterChef. He's the one that isn't bald. You know the one I'm talking about. And he was on this morning on the telly this week. And this video went viral because as he's just, you know, doing his thing, cooking whatever it is he's cooking, Phil and Holly noticed in the background that he'd left a tea towel on his hob and it had caught fire. And they're just like, John, John, turn around. You're on fire. John, John, it's on fire. And he kind of turns around and goes, oh, bother and picks it up, literally picks up a flaming tea towel, walks off over the kitchen to put it in the sink and just really calmly just walks back and he's like, oh, sorry about that. And it's just quite badass and people have been loving it. 
video's gone everywhere. You've almost definitely seen it. And so I think that is enough to make John Tarot eligible for a, a cheer. Next up on Good Luck Down, Bad Luck Down, we've got a demotion. Do you remember Victoria Beckham? She was she was having a good lockdown the other week. Her and David Beckham were doing Lego with their kids. I was like, oh, that's cute. That's nice. Everyone will be like, oh, you're just normal like the rest of us. But now she's been demoted. She's now having a bad lockdown because even though she's worth lots of money, if you notice, this always comes down to rich people behaving and rich people misbehaving. Even though she's got lots of money, she was still going to use the government scheme to pay all her staff, even though she could probably afford to do it herself. But... After everyone judged her for it and was like, mate, not cool. And I think possibly getting shown up by another celebrity, she has backtracked and now she is going to be paying them from her own pocket and not using government money. So happy days, but still, you get this trombone. The person who may have embarrassed her into changing her mind, though, I think, was Ed Sheeran. Because he has loads of money and he hasn't done that. He hasn't laid off all his staff and got the government to pay like 8% of their wage. He's gone, nah, I can afford this. Don't worry, guys. Don't come to work. I got you. He's paying them their full wage because even though his neighbours hate him, he seems to be quite a nice guy. So Ed Sheeran, for you, you can have a cheer. And finally, on good lockdown, bad lockdown for this week. Lord Sugar, what's he been up to now? Basically, <clears throat> he he shared something on Twitter. Lord Sugar should really not be allowed Twitter because he always puts his foot in it. This week, he shared a very blurry, a blurry looking graphic with lots of writing, and it's in the font Arial. There's a slightly out of like off center picture, basically accusing China of manufacturing coronavirus, which is obviously a really dumb and probably quite racist conspiracy theory and lord sugar retweeted that and he was like oh yeah agree with it great idea and then also i think said journalists were doing a rubbish job for asking difficult questions and they should just look for good news instead so lord sugar really is having a shocker on twitter this week and he should probably have someone take his, his twitter away from him just for a bit just so he can not embarrass himself anymore but in the meantime if that's not going to happen the least we could do for lord sugar is give him this sad trombone sound and that is this week's good lockdown bad lockdown we'll do it again next week same time same place on wizard radio coming up next got some new words for you after 220 kid gracie don't need love great song 220 kid and gracie don't need love this is wizard radio alec feldman on until five i'm gonna play megan the stallion in a bit i want to see some new words first though i'm really annoyed you know when you're annoyed that you haven't thought of something because it's so good that you're like damn can't believe someone else has come up with that. That's so disappointing. If only it was me. I had this this morning. Open Facebook, and I saw a post that someone had done in Leeds Fest, which is like the the sort of anonymous uni meme confession page for Leeds, where I go. And they've come up with a whole load of new terminology to refer to all the new things that we are experiencing this pandemic. And I want to share a few of them with you because they're really good. And I wish I'd come up with them, but I haven't. So credit to whichever anonymous, mysterious person came up with these. They are fantastic. First of all, do you know what Corona Coaster means? It refers to the ups and downs of your mood during the pandemic. You're loving lockdown one minute, but suddenly weepy with anxiety the next. It truly is an emotional Corona Coaster. See, how good is that? I think that's an excellent word, invention. 
well done to the person who's come up with this. Next, coronials is another word. You know, you've heard of millennials, but now it's coronials, the generation of babies who are probably currently being conceived. They will be born in about nine months' time. So anyone born in, oh, what would it be like? February 2021, they are the coronials. They were conceived during quarantine. Generation C, aka, or children of the uh, the the quan, like quarren. Yeah, that doesn't that one doesn't work as well. I like that term as well. The children of coronavirus, the coronials. Um, next up, a corona dose is when you're watching the news too much and it's stressing you out and it's causing and this is another one uh, a panic-demic yeah um honorable mention as well the elephant in the zoom the glaring issue during a video conference call that nobody feels able to mention e.g one participant has dramatically put on weight suddenly sprouted terrible facial hair or has a worryingly messy house visible in the background um Oh, this is this is excellent. A COVID year, which we've heard of people that are, are breaking lockdown and just being selfish. But have you heard the other words for it? There's a, a lock clown and another one, which I, I I think I can get away with saying a a, a Wuhan. Uh, hmm, uh, it ends in cur. Put it that way, and that's what you can you can call them if they're not respecting other people's health and safety um, anti-social distancing using health precautions as an excuse for avoiding people uh, a mask aura makeup replied to someone's eyes because that's the only thing that's on show if you're wearing a mask and covid 10 refers to the 10 pounds that we're all gaining away from comfort eating also known as fattening the curve this is excellent work this is so good i'm just disappointed that i'm not clever or funny enough to have come up with that but well done. We'll never know the identity of the person that wrote those terms, but they've gifted them to the world, and I would like to see them come into common use, especially the the, the Wuhan one. You know what I mean. Coming next, I need your help. want to get rid of my mouse. I'll tell you more in a bit. Megan the Stallion, Savage Now. This is featuring Beyonce as well. Alec Feldman here, looking after you till five. Playing Loot and Julepa very soon. I told you last week that I've got an unwanted house guest. Not only are they an unwanted house guest, I'm currently sharing a kitchen cupboard with them. Uh, it's a guest of the rodent kind. I think it's a mouse. I really hope it's a mouse. I don't want it to be a rat. So there's a mouse, not living in my kitchen cupboard, but certainly visiting, we suspect, and generally just having a lovely time, living at large in the kitchen in the flat I'm living in at the minute. And... You know, this is this is not the best news. I'd really rather it wasn't there. In an ideal world, there would be no mouse. I wouldn't be sharing a cupboard. I wouldn't have to put all my loose food in Tupperware to protect it from the mouse's grip. And so this week has largely consisted of people in the flat trying to come up with elaborate ways of <laughs> trying to catch this mouse. One suggestion, someone has a massive, a massive tub of protein powder because I don't know why, but that was empty. And someone tried to construct a staircase so that the mouse would walk up the staircase, get to the top, fall into this massive tub of protein powder, and then because it's so big, 
be unable to escape. Uh, that one I don't think was successful. I don't know if it was ever set up to be fair, but that that wasn't the thing. There was also a saucepan that was put in the cupboard, um, lined with like butter, so that the edges are really slippy. And again, some sort of little steps were put next to it in the hope that the mouse would climb the steps, try and get to the bait in the middle of the saucepan, which was sugar and I think possibly some nuts as well. And then once in there, get stuck because it can't climb up the sides because it's too slippery. Again, so far, didn't work. But the most elaborate plan to catch this mouse, and I have so much respect for this because it is utterly ridiculous over the top to the next level. Well, I'll, I'll let this, this audio of my reaction video explain exactly what was going on. So here's the setup. It says, sorry, Alec, I set up a mousetrap in your cupboard below. You gotta do what you gotta do. Much love, Aria. So there's, what is this set? There's a laptop. Yeah, I'm not really sure. There's a USB going in out of the laptop and into that. Is that a USB powered mouse trap? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's, it's a webcam. <laughs> okay, so there's a webcam to watch. Now, given that the, the mouse trap is still up, does that mean the mouse hasn't been caught It yet? says mouse inside. Look but, at the piece of paper. But does that mean that there's a mouse inside, or does that mean that when it's dropped, oh, there's a mouse inside? There is no mouse inside. Yeah, as I suspect. So the mouse hasn't been caught yet. No. But there is a, a really complex <laughs> webcam mouse setup. If you look under here, it shows you the mechanism. Okay, what have we got? There's like a thing with a little food. Oh. And then... That's very smart. What what is the food? Do we know? No idea. Wow, is this being like live stream somewhere? Do you think no. you can watch the mouse trap live? Well, best of luck, lads. So if you didn't quite grasp what exactly was going on there, inside my cupboard there was a box being held up by a chopstick with some bait in the middle, which I think was peanut butter, and then watching the box was a like a webcam connected to a computer that was motion activated. And so the product of this was not that the mouse was caught, but that we got video footage of the mouse going up to the peanut butter, having a sniff, managing to have a little nibble without actually setting off this trap and getting stuck under the box. Mouse, m mouse's mice are smart. He knew what was up, or she. They knew what was up. They knew it was a trap. They knew that they could have a little nibble without setting it off. This is all out worn now. It really is. I don't know what to do. If, if a, a motion activated webcam and complex trap does not work, how do we get rid of a mouse? Can we have some creative solutions, please? Don't just say, oh, poison it, get a mouse trap. Come on, better ideas than that. Better ideas than a motion activated webcam. How can we get rid of this mouse? If you think you've got something that might be useful, Maybe you have a background in pest control. <laughs> Send me a text 07807183538. Tweet me at WizRadio. Email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. What can I do? I'm despairing. How can we get rid of this mouse? Personally, I'm not fussed about whether it's alive or dead, but I know other people are. So maybe in a humane way, but you know, whatever floats your boat. If you want to suggest a tiny guillotine, that's acceptable as well. 07807183538. What can I do?
Loot is playing next. First, though, got a 60-second guide just with loads of accurate and interesting information about loot, which I shall present to you right now. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60-second guide. Loot, consisting of Jackson and Emma, usually write songs for other people. In the past, they've written for names like Little Mix, Rizzle Kicks, Rebecca Black, Natasha Bedingfield, The Dixie Chicks, and Judy Garland. But much like a pregnancy surrogate might carry a baby for someone else for nine months and then decide they want to keep it for themselves after all, Loot had had enough of giving away all their best material. They decided they wanted to share the limelight. So instead of giving away the songs they wrote, they sang and released them. The only trouble with that is neither of them are particularly good singers. There's a reason why they used to write for other people. Emma can at least hold a tune, but Jackson requires so much auto-tuning, the computer actually caught fire trying to make him sound good. There is a certain irony in the fact that this song would have been better sung by, well, somebody, anybody else. And that's Loot in 60 Seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. Julepa, Break My Heart on Wizard Radio. Before that, Loot and Somebody Else. It's Alec Feldman on Until 5. Hey, you alright? All good in your life? Good to hear. Carly Hansen and Baby are on before then. I've been talking about my, my mouse conundrum, which is now entering its second week. Week two of mouse in-house. Many elaborate traps have been set to try and get rid of this mouse, including a live webcam, which is motion activated, and a box on a, a chopstick being held up, which was supposed to have dropped when the mouse went to eat the snack. But no, the mouse managed to sniff and nibble at the snack. Didn't even set up the trap. Too smart. The mouse is too smart. It will not get the better of us. You mark my words. This mouse, it's toast. Eventually. Maybe not yet, but sooner or later, we will we will find it. And we will humanely deal with it. Maybe. Benny has been on. Hello, Benny. Thanks, as always, for getting in touch. I don't have an idea. Great, thanks. Great contribution. I would just like to point out, now that a motion-activated webcam probably wouldn't work in a cupboard because it would be too dark for the webcam to see if there was any motion. You need to also install a motion-activated light. Then it would work. A small thing, but without it, your plan wouldn't work. Okay, you know what, Benny, this is a fair point. I take that point. I did forget to mention, in fairness, there was also a light in the cupboard. It wasn't motion-activated, I don't think. It was just a normal, like, battery-powered kind of... I think it was a bike light, actually, that was just in, in the cupboard and on. Um, so that was what was allowing the motion-activated camera to be motion-activated, which allowed us to see the mouse going and sniffing at the snack. It also allowed me to see myself picking up the camera and being like, hmm, what's this? So it's not all bad. At least we've got footage of that. Paula sent a message as well. This might sound a bit complicated, but find something with a lid, like a jar or a box. Unscrew the lid and then put it upside down in the cupboard. Then put something like cheese inside the lid. Then when the mouse goes on the lid and eats the cheese, very quickly and carefully, put the box jar on top of the lid and screw it on so the mouse is trapped. Then what you do from there is up to you. You could set it free in the wild or just throw it in the bin to die a sad life. That bit is up to you. An interesting suggestion, but one that is quite dependent on sitting and waiting for a mouse to come for hours on end, which it, it just seems a bit unlikely. It's not the best use of time. I've got things to do. I've got a dissertation to write. 
I don't have time to wait around for a mouse to come and eat cheese off a lid. Also, do mice like cheese? I suspect they don't. I hear they like nuts more than cheese. It's all a lie. Um, you've been lied to by, by cartoons and Tom and Jerry and stuff like that. Mice don't actually really like cheese. Um, what else? Set it free in the wild, yes. I think it is technically illegal to release a mouse. I have heard this before, but what else can you do if you humanely catch a mouse? other than release it so it probably is done but technically apparently you're not supposed to and given that there's a lockdown on there are police like everywhere at the minute because they have nothing else to do so imagine imagine if i end up in jail for releasing a mouse could you imagine that would be that'd be a, an interesting plot twist i can't do the show one week because i'm, I'm in prison for illegally setting a mouse free that would be quite something Carly as well says, when we had a mouse in a cupboard a few years ago, I decided to remove all of the food from the cupboard and cover the shelf of the cupboard that the mouse liked with honey. So the mouse would come to lick the honey, get stuck, and then we could trap him. Unfortunately, it didn't really work because the mouse stepped on the honey, squealed really loudly, set itself free, and then ran away. Ever since, we've just had a very sticky shelf. Because <laughs> you can never truly get rid of the stick from honey, can you? So it's quite traumatic and useless, really. Well, thank you for telling me what, what not to do. Don't try and set elaborate traps with honey, because the mouse will be able to overpower it. It won't just get stuck. Ooh. But what about superglue? <laughs> you didn't say anything about superglue. We, we could try and trap the mouse with superglue. Although I suppose it dries, doesn't it? Ah, oh, rubbish. All in all, I don't feel any more enlightened than I did earlier, to be honest. I haven't had any better ideas. Might just have to go for the conventional mouse trap and bait or poison or whatever it is. But not poison, because that would be inhumane. Well, thanks anyway. These have entertained me greatly, even if they've provided zero practical help. Which I suppose is kind of the point. <laughs> thanks very much. Coming up next, we'll find out who has been Zooming me at last. The wait is almost over. First that I'll play this, it's Carly Hansen and Days In on Wizard Radio. Someone's Zooming you. Somebody's ringing the bell. Welcome back. This is part two of Someone Is Zooming You. It's our game that we play every week. We used to play a game back in the olden days, BC, before Corona, called Someone's Knocking At Your Door, where someone would knock at the door. Obviously now, no one's knocking at the door. It's, it's illegal. So instead, someone has Zoomed me. The phone has been... The, phone, the Zoom has been ringing. I don't even know if Zoom does ring. The Zoom has been ringing for the last hour. Um, I've just been waiting to pick up because I don't want to answer unless someone can guess who it is that's actually calling because I, I don't like taking unexpected calls. It's very rude. Very rude to call without warning. So, if someone can guess, great. I'll pick up and we can have a nice chat on the radio. If not, they are gone. They are cancelled. The call will be ignored, and that will be that. The clues we have this week, um, not a lot to go on, really. Just know that they're, they're not a female. They're older than 20. They're famous, and they have been for some time. And they're famous for one thing in particular. First guess. From Joel says, Is Sam Smith trying to zoom you? Sam's had a very difficult week this past week, you know, with them crying on, on social media and all the backlash from that. But they do tick all of the boxes. They don't identify it as a female or a male for that matter. They're older than 20 years old. They're famous that they have been for a long time. And they're famous for one thing and one thing only singing. 
ticks all of the boxes. Yes, it does, Joel. And guess what? You're not correct. I'm sorry. You're right that Sam Smith does tick all the boxes, but it's not them. Um, no. No particular reason. That's just not who I was thinking. I'm not who's zooming me. I mean, <clears throat> yes, definitely not just a figment of my imagination, this game. Thanks for playing, Joel, but you are wrong. Hannah, I think Piers Morgan's zooming you. We always get a Piers Morgan guess. I feel like if whatever the clues are, someone always guesses Piers Morgan. Uh, Piers Morgan's a man, not a female. Definitely older than 20. Oh, yeah. Has been kind of famous for a long time and is famous for one thing in particular. Being the biggest internet troll of all time. Literally, what is Piers Morgan known for? Other than just annoying people and baiting people. Some people are just famous for the most ridiculous things. Yeah. It's true, we can we can tick all the boxes. Although I would say Piers Morgan, actually no, he's not famous for one thing in particular, he's famous for two, being an internet troll and phone hacking, allegedly. Allegedly, phone hacking. <clears throat> so, it's not Piers Morgan, he's not zooming me this week. Although, it's quite possible that he is in my phone, but I wouldn't know about it. <laughs> Satire. Please don't zoom me, Piers. You like free speech, right? Yeah, good. Harry, I think I know who's zooming you. Because this guy has been randomly zooming and Instagram living with people ever since we got into self-isolation. Is it Justin Bieber? He's not a female. He is older than 20 though. He's famous, has kind of been famous for a long time, like over 10 years. And obviously he's best known as being a singer, but he's also famous for being a bit of an arse. So I guess that might confuse the chances of it being Justin Bieber. Mmm, that is, yes, like you say, two things to be famous for. Singing and being obnoxious. Is it Bieber on, on the Zoom call? Sadly, it is not. Who's he been randomly Zooming in Instagram living with then? I know Cardi B's been doing some of that because there was the one with her and Bernie Sanders, but not not Bieber that I've been aware of. I haven't heard of any of his, his famous live streams, so they can't be as exciting. But he is not the one that's Zooming me yet. Maybe I should be offended that it's not my turn. But I'm sure it'll come around sooner or later. But no, it's not Justin Bieber. Incorrect, Harry. Thanks for playing, though. Is he? Her guest is Zayn Malik. He might want to zoom to celebrate the news that him and Gigi Hadid have a child. And here's all of the clues. As established, not a female, older than 20. Famous for a long time and famous for one thing in particular. Breaking up One Direction. I hope it's him. I did quite like his first solo album. Brackets. The second one was rubbish, though. <laughs> Thanks very much, Izzy. That's true. He, he was the... The home wrecker who ruined One Direction. Is he zooming me? Having found out that he's going to become a father. Possibly is it the first time? I think it's the first time. Has Zayn Malik decided, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna well, is, is, is he from he's from Yorkshire, isn't he? From Bradford, I believe. Is like right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call up me my old pal. I'm gonna call up Alec to celebrate the good news about my child. It's not Zayn Malik. Sorry to report. He is not the one zooming me today. And that is all of the guesses that we've got time for. Unfortunately, it seems, nobody this week has got it correct. Mm, which is disappointing news because it does mean I will now have to end the call. No zoom for me today because nobody guessed who's zooming me. The person who is me, not a female, older than 20, famous and has been for some time for one thing in particular, is Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks was Zooming me today, 
because I think he's had some kind of operation basically and so he's not going to be doing his workout videos so what better has he got to do than call into me whilst I'm doing the radio so Joe Wicks was zooming me sadly that means we can't pick up the call but you know what I'm not mad about that because if we picked up he'd probably try and make me do exercise and I'm not feeling that right now so maybe we've all dodged a bullet here and not taking the call from Joe Wicks thanks for playing that is the end of someone zooming you for this week we'll do it again next week and we'll do it again every week until lockdown is lifted and we're allowed to knock on doors again and now it is time I'm afraid for me to go so thank you very much for listening today and always really appreciate honour that I get to spend my lockdown with you all if you want to hear more of me, because why not? I do another show on a Friday called The Weekly Mixtape where I just play whatever I like. It's great fun. And I have a podcast as well, which is just this entire show, but with all the, the music edited out. So if you missed a bit earlier when we were talking about that massive thing that happens at your school that everyone talks about forever, that'll be on the podcast very soon. It's called Alec Felber, the podcast. Go get it. Subscribe it. Share it. Tell your friends. But don't spoil the secrets because then that'll ruin it thank you very much i will see you next week have a good one this is the baby and rockstar miles up next there goes another episode of alec feldman the podcast wasn't that some great content come back next week for more audio based fun everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.